The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Carmelo Hayes, an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know... <laughs> If you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win. And, and this was a learning experience. And, and that's why I call myself a generational talent, Carmelo Hayes, because, you know, I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss. I really will. Try me. Thank you for your time. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Miss Simmy. What's going on, Miss Simmy? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We are about to embark on a very busy weekend of professional (sighs) wrestling. Uh, yeah. The clash at the castle at 1 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, use the hashtag casts and castles to share your commentary yeah. with color with us on Saturday, 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then on Sunday, starting at 4 p.m., we'll have what we're about to talk about here shortly Worlds Collide, uh, NXT uh, 2.0, basically about to put NXT. UK to bid as it is no longer. And then following Worlds Collide, we have AEW all out on Sunday as well. So that's going to be nine hours straight wrestling if you do those two shows back to back. Um, Goddamn. Whew. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that will not be me. Yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Listen. Oof. I'm gonna see if I can catch a, some little live stream pockets for AEW, but I'm gonna have to catch AEW on the flip side. Cause Lord, that's a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I'm off on Monday, so something definitely or all of it will get watched on Monday. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I will be consuming um nine straight hours of of uh, wrestling programming, even though even if it is from two different companies, I, like you said, that is a lot. But you know what? I shouldn't say that because on the NFL Sunday, like this in two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm gonna consume about twelve hours straight of NFL football. So. <laughs> That's a, how long is a game? Isn't uh, it like two hours? Games are usually three hours, sometimes four. Three hours? Yeah, they're as long as Raw. Of sports running? Yeah, so like football games come on at one, they come on at four thirty, uh-huh. and then there's usually then the Sunday night game comes on at like eight thirty. That's a lot of sports. And I'll sit there and watch all of that. Then on a you don't get tired. You, I'm well, tired. I'm like, listen. I, mean, I get tired of like you know getting up, going and getting snacks and drinking beer. There may be a nap uh, in one of, in like that second game. I may doze off at you know close to the second quarter through halftime. Wake up in the third quarter, and then that just gets me ready for a strong finish. 
My goodness, a nap. It's gonna be two. It's gonna be a nap a game. Not that much. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. So you know, it'll basically just be like me doing my normal NFL Sunday football watching. So. Oh that's God. a lot. That'll be like when I was watching Lord of the Rings. I fell asleep right in the middle. And I was like, why is Gandalf dead? What's happening? <laughs> and then I went to sleep again. I'm like, why is Gandalf alive? I thought he died. Now he's white. I'm confused. I was very confused. Um, I've still <laughs> never seen Lord of the Rings. Don't buy There's a lot of walking. They walk a lot. It's a lot of walking. <laughs> a lot of walking. Ooh, they walk a lot. Yep. And I tried to read the books. It's a lot of description of trees. And I'm like, girl, no. Listen, I'm tired. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Game of Thrones. It just has too much talking for me. I can't. I, I just cannot. I just don't see how people have invested all that much time in dialogue. But there's a lot of murder and dragons. So. But it, there's so much. There's, there's a lot of talking. Before you get to any of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Granted, I only watched the first season because I'm poor and I didn't have HBO. So, but again, I did read the books and they were interesting, but then it, it goes to like different point of views, but then it goes to point of views of people that I don't care about. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want this person. Baelish, I don't care about you. Get me back to Jon Snow. Tell me what Arya is, what Arya is doing. I don't care about these people. And then they would just randomly introduce new people that we hadn't <laughs> read about in any other point of views. And I'm like, who is this stranger bitch? with consonants just in their names. I don't know who this is. Who is this? And you would be real confused. So, you know what? I see your point. And those books still aren't finished. He has not finished. Our, our Martin, George, he's like, nah, I'm not going to finish it. I'm going to start a new series, though. And it's like, <laughs> finish the dragon ones, though. <laughs> Tell us about the dragons. And he won't. He refuses. Well, that's what I guess this one is supposed to be about. The new this one on HBO, the kind of prequel House of Yeah, about the Targaryen. Yeah, I suppose I guess to focus on them and their ability to use the dragons, I guess. But yeah, uh, I do want to watch that one, but like I don't need another streaming service. <laughs> it's too many. I mean, by the time you get three or four of them, if you Right. Look at your bill. You're like, damn, it's almost cable because it's you know yeah. nine dollars for this one, twelve dollars for that one, fourteen. Exactly. For Just one. go back to cable. <laughs> right, right. So, but everybody want to have a streaming service. No. Yeah, but HBO HBO Max is like, uh, yeah, about that. We're gonna downsize oh, this God. thing, and any and any everything y'all like is no longer on here. Thanks That's for subscribing. Us. Thanks for subscribing. But um, unfortunate. We'll get into our preview of Worlds Collide. Uh, like I said, this Saturday, one o'clock. Uh, excuse me, this Sunday at four o'clock for Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide is going to be on Sunday. I mm-hmm. uh, used to uh, hashtag Cast Takeover because, or just NXT Cast, I guess. I don't know. I haven't thought of anything creative for this one. Um, but we'll figure it out. Just whatever. You'll find us. I'll come up with something. Um, so, 
They're going to have, I don't know if this is going to be, I haven't found this on here, so I won't list it as an official match. I have five matches here, and that's usually about the number of matches uh-huh. that we usually have for NXT uh, special event. So for the North American Championship, based off of what we saw at the end of the show we're going to review, Ricochet is going to challenge the A champion, Carmelo Hayes. That's the one I'm most looking forward to. I think that's the one everybody's going to be looking forward to. If they go, they're going to tear it down. You know they're going to try to top everybody, right? And if they're smart, they're going to put this match on first. They better put this match on first. You put this on first or you put this on last? Sorry, Ron Breaker, but good luck. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, babe. I love you so much, but good luck. <laughs> yeah, this has all the potential to be a, a like Ricochet said, this has a potential to be a all-time memorable Carmelo Hayes match. It's going to bang. I wonder what the nemesis thinks about this matchup. I'm going to have to check in with her <laughs> and oh see, check her temperature on, on what she thinks about this particular matchup. Uh, she, if she doesn't like Ricochet, she's just going to root for him just to spite you because you've done this. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. He is a nemesis. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <sighs> shout out, Jupiter Julep. She knows I love Shout her. out. I tried, listeners. I tried. You heard me try. <laughs> NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, we got this match set up uh, on the show we're going to review as well. Uh, Caden Carter and Casey Cansonzaro, because we don't use those fictitious names, going nope. up against. We need to just. She needs to just go back to Nikki from Sanity. Uh, but Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. That's going to be fun. I was yeah. like, ooh, and that, that's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm glad that they have the women's champion, like the women's tag team champion, on this, mm-hmm. on this pay per view. Yeah, because we had a, a impasse last week. It was like, well, no, they don't have women's UK champions. Right. And uh, they haven't really set up a match or they don't even have them wrestling on the programming right now. Mm-hmm. So it looked like they were going to be kind of left off. But no, they were able to, uh, to, to to figure this out. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, the size difference with Dewdrop is going to be fun to watch how they kind of counteract that as a team. Caden Carter, yeah. Casey Cansonzaro. Uh, the NXT Blacking or 2.0 and the NXT UK Tag Team Championship Unification Four Way Elimination Match. Ooh, Ooh. that's the one I said. Wow. The Creed Brothers, mm-hmm. Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, Miss Simmy's favorite tag team. Pretty Deadly mm. and the Gallus Boys are your four tag teams in this matchup. So elimination match. I That's going to be full of chaos. I know who Miss Simi's going with. The Creeds. Yeah. Even though I do love Pretty Deadly. I know you do. We'll talk about them more a little bit later. Uh, yes. NXT and NXT UK Women's Championship Unification matchup. Mandy Rose. Miko Satamara and Blair Davenport uh, in a triple threat. What do you feel about this? Think it's gonna the the reign of terror continues for Mandy Rose. 
man, if you want to see people lose their mind, let Mandy Rose yeah. pin Miko Satamora. Oh my God. Listen, <laughs> I haven't even seen her matches, but I will lose my mind. How fucking dare you? Don't you ever. She got bad bitch written all over her. How do you better not do that shit? <laughs> But I think this is we riot fires all over <laughs> all that goodwill you you uh, you you built up Hunter burn it yeah he, down to the ground yeah he do like Randy Orton did to Bray Wyatt Shaq just light the match and set it on fire oh man just the thought of it is a good laugh though. <laughs> you outright cackled. You cackled yes. like it was Dominic getting beat up by Brock. Uh, yeah, I, I think unfortunately Blair Davenport is going to be the one who gets pinned, but I don't know who's going to do that. Yeah. And, and that worries me because I mean, shit, Mandy Rose has been out here knocking everybody off. So I know she could do the same thing. <sighs> No. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't just uh, accepted Mandy Rose as, as your NXT Women's Champion? <laughs> I mean, I accept that she's, she's champion. I'm not out here being like, not my champion on some Donald Trump shit, but like, I can pray for her to lose. That's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> Main event. NXT and NXT UK Championship Unification matchup: Braun Breaker taking on Tyler Bate. Mm, this is also very exciting. This is my second most anticipated match after the Blacks, <laughs> the Black people. Of course. <laughs> but again, I love me some Braun Breaker and my new favorite Englishman, Tyler Bate. I think it's gonna be. Uh, it could. It could be Braun's toughest test to date because yeah, Tyler Bate not only has the strength, but he also has technical wrestling abilities. And yeah. you know, we know Braun is all about the Braun. It's in his yes. name. But um, mm-hmm. the technical ability that Tyler Bate has, I think, might give him a little issue, some issues if they go that route. Yeah. Like, right, Braun ain't gonna be able to just out wrestle him, and he's not gonna nah. necessarily be able at, at all points to overpower him. So, right, it's gonna be a tough matchup for Braun, I think. Yes, it's gonna be. Oof. Let's see if he can pull it out. So we've got a class. We got a potential for uh, a really high level classic North American title match. We've got a chance that the internet could melt if Mandy Rose pins Miko Satomara in that match. And then you've got uh, maybe Braun Breaker's toughest matchup to date uh, with Tyler Bates. So, yeah, there should be some really good things that come out of this uh, world. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully this is done. They flew everybody over to Wales and do it in Wales. But I think they're going to do this in Orlando, I think. Uh, Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <I'm> quoting you. 
And if you're wrong, I'm going to tweet you about it. <laughs> so that just, and I will not be answering the clarification. I'll just let that one go on past. I'll see you on the show. You know I can't let things go. You know I don't let things go. Tumbleweed. <laughs> I'm still bad about Roman and that red-haired man. I don't let shit go. <laughs> Uh, Grayson Waller, as we get into this week's uh, episode, Grayson Waller and Apollo Crews start off the show. The rolling stunner is almost counter into a spine buster, but a second attempt with uh, Grayson Waller raking the eyes uh, gives Grayson Waller the win over Apollo Crews. I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, Grayson well, with the win. But I enjoyed this matchup. Something. He'd been kind of getting yeah. up here lately so yeah they need to give him a little something I know they're yeah, like alright you can win this either and plus you know they gave Apollo the out where he was gouging him in the eye so yeah because, that's true you know, but this is a good match Apollo can see the future so he's fucking <laughs> fucking with your vision yeah now you really miss Cleo she goes <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the Diamond Mine is ready to fight, but Roderick Strong wants to talk about security footage from a few weeks ago. Julius Creed, who is clearly taking over the leadership role, ain't having it. Uh, but here comes Avi Nile and Tatum Paxley. They're ready for their tag team match against uh, um, Casey Constanzaro and Caden Carter. And they're like, yo, get this shit together. Yo, we, 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 we need everybody to be on the same page. Like me and, I, me and Tatum here. And uh, Tatum had on a uh, a face guard because apparently I've been out and broke her nose. Oopsie. Drink. Damn. Uh, Braun Breaker is in yeah. the locker room with Finn Balor. Yeah. Pops up to say he made the NXT title the standard. He's also beating people twice his size, so don't underestimate Tyler Bay. Love that. I love seeing Finn. Like, yes! There he is! I got very excited. I got very excited. This is cool. Tatum, Paxley, and Ivy now taking on the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Caden Carter and Casey Kensenzaro. Toxic Attraction, they have left the Toxic Lounge. Gigi Dolan and JC James, fake-ass Anna J, cause a distraction which draws <laughs> Ivy Nile away. The 450 net breaker combination finishes off Tatum Paxley. So the champs retain the titles. Uh, first off, before we talk about what happened afterwards, what do you think about this match? It was a short, which I didn't really like. Um, but I did enjoy this match. I think they have a good feud going with Caden um, uh, and Casey and Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. So I want to see more of that feud going on. Um so they, I like that they kind of built that in because, like, Ivy now can be like, listen, these hoes distracted me, so you didn't really beat us like you thought you could have. So we can run this back. So I like that. I didn't like that the champions came out first, though. Didn't enjoy that. Mm. Even though Ivy and them, they didn't get uh, an entrance, but champions come out last. That's why they're champions. Yeah. Yeah. But I, this was cool. I think Tatum Paxley has got a lot. I think she. Yeah. I think she's gonna be uh, very good. Uh, just she needs more ring time. Same thing with Ivy now. They just need more ring time. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right now, um, 
you know, this version of NXT's got more women than they have available TV time. And Mm -hmm. uh, everybody can't necessarily be a consistent member on the television. So people like Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley, uh, to a lesser extent, Last Legend, they're kind of getting fallen through cracks because it's like we just don't have enough time. Yeah. It's not like they don't have But you know, at least what I appreciate, they try. Yeah, it's about to say, they (laughs) do try. Uh, So after the match, uh, the champs grab the microphones and they talk about, you know, uh, they gonna go, they say, you know what, we ain't got no opponents for um, the weekend or whatever, so it's the holiday, so guess what we gonna do? We gonna throw a party in the NXT parking lot. Are you serious? Nobody should, and I mean nobody, should be going to that party if it's in the NXT parking lot. Like, what are they doing? Uh, listen, maybe they have extra security. <laughs> uh, what'd you do? Your sound is all screwy. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, uh, what are they thinking? Have they not been watching NXT for the last three years? Well, more than I mean, that. Like, we got belts now, so we got it. Uh, I guess. <laughs> they need security, not belts, to be having part- parties in the parking lot. Listen. I guess they, I don't know. Maybe they hired. I hope. Hopefully, they hired some people. They hired like extra security, and they're like, "Listen, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous." Um, if I got an invitation to a party in the NXT parking lot, I am nah, homie. I can't make it. Sorry. I'm not going. It's going to be a Zoom party. I'm not going. <laughs> uh, Kiana James is in our office where she says she is ready for Zoe Stark later tonight. Oh, the sism. They're ready for some type of ceremony involving Cameron Grimes. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams arrive, but they don't want to talk about anything but Carmelo's opponent at Worlds Collide. Basically, Carmelo been on Twitter all week like, yo, get me somebody. Sean, get me somebody. HBK, come on, man, get me somebody. So he went through the weekend. He's like, you know what? I still ain't heard nothing. I still ain't got no opponent. So on Wednesday, I'm just going to come in here and I'm going to start flipping shit over. I like it. So Love here, the energy. Here's the schism with Joe Gacy being proud of the Dyad's efforts. He's so happy that they get smiley face pants to show how great they are. They are moving up the schism's tree. And yes, there's a graphic to show this. The Dyad is rather pleased with what they're doing, but for now, Joe Gacy wants to talk about Cameron Grimes. He can never be happy without the schism. So here's Grimes to answer. So Cameron Grimes comes out. He says the team has been after him for a few weeks, but he has realized he doesn't need them. Gacy talks about how Grimes keeps failing and has no titles, but Grimes still isn't interested. That makes Gacy bring up Grimes' deceased father, and that's enough for the fight. Grimes cleans house, but walks into Gacy's handspring hug. Cameron Grimes, I think he cursed, because all of a sudden there's like a dead spot in the sound. And he leaves, and uh, he's rather confused. He said the F word. I saw it. (laughs) I saw it. I read his lips. (laughs) Why are they doing this to our guy? I don't know. I don't know. Triple H, save this, please. I hate it. Just let them be GYV again. Please. 
I hate it. And the release, I mean, I don't, and, and give Joe Gacy a job in the back or something. Let him do something else. He's a fine, like, promo speaker person. He could be their manager. He could continue just being their manager. It's fine. But please, this gimmick, I hate it. I despise it. Yeah, it is god-awful. It's causing a schism in my brain. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. Uh, Roxanne Perez just can't believe that Cora Jade turned on her. Um, there's this video package of basically Roxanne, you know, talking about pursuing this dream with Cora Jade, her best friend, and reaching all these heights and the trips and the memories that they've created, only to have those things be dashed away in an instant. So Roxanne Perez shows everybody it's real because she blocked Cora Jade's number in her phone. Now you know that's when it's real. Then she's like, you cannot call me anymore oh, poor. I hope they do something more with Little Rocks Rock I don't want her to get lost in stuffle. Tyler Bates in the back when Finn Finley comes in to say that there's a call for him so we got Pete Dunn on a tablet and he says go unify those titles for NXT UK and yes this is Pete Dunn not that no. other guy. I was like, hey, he's calmed down. Look at him. <laughs> he doesn't want to fight. He's not chomping, trying to go through the screen to uh, strangle poor Tyler Bate. I was like, look at you. He's not Pete Butch. He's Pete Dunn. I thought this was cool. I was like, oh, look at them doing the little handoff thing. It's so sweet. So cute. I like it. Um, Last Legend and Pretty Deadly. Last... Last pretty, deadly lash, yeah. pretty that's legend. What I was, that's what I was like. I was like, what are we calling them? Are we calling them, you know, deadly legends, pretty lash, lash deadly, <laughs> like deadly lash? I don't know. I think pretty legend might be the best of those. Okay. Pretty legend, lash legend, and pretty deadly taking on Josh Briggs, Brooke Jensen, and Little Hardcore Country, Fallon Henley. Jensen and Prince knock each other down, so Jensen goes for the tag, only to have Gallus come out. The women get in the fight, leaving Joe Coffey to kick Jensen into a roll-up to give Prince the win. Yeah! They still can't punch correctly. <laughs> I was hoping we would get more of Lash Legend and Fallon Henley in there. Because, yo, when she picked that girl up and was just like, would you like to see what the ropes can do to your head? Bang, bang, bang. I was like, shit. <laughs> so, Lash Legend has gotten exponentially better. Like, the more matches she fights, like, the better and better she gets. Mm -hmm. So, I love that. I didn't appreciate that fucking Lashes Trash sign again. It feels very, very anti-black. And I don't like it. But, um, I was hoping the women would get just, like, a little bit more. But, what they did in the ring was really good. Again, still, Fallon Henley is the best part of those two men. And I just really like Pretty Legend as like a as like a unit. Yeah, I do too. I think it's got a lot to uh, a lot of potential, um, especially um, if they you know continue to um, have these kind of mixed tag matches uh, with more mm -hmm. different um, 
teams with um, you know ladies who are accompanying accompanying them to uh, mm-hmm. face off with Lash Legend. Uh, yeah. Man, Fallon Henley flew, boy, when they tossed her out there. <laughs> Woo! I was like, yo! Uh, Shayna Baszler comes in to talk to Mandy Rose, who says she'll be passing Shayna Baszler's record amount of days as champion soon. Shayna Baszler tells her to unify the titles or all of that trash you've been talking for the last year doesn't matter. I mean, she's right. But that is wild that Mandy Rose is going to surpass Shayna Baszler. Shayna, I will break your arm, Baszler. (laughs) Shayna, push you to sleep, Baszler. That's wild to me. That is wild to me. Jordan Devlin McDonough, he twists the mic cube around and says people find him creepy, including Wesley. He doesn't care what people think about him. And uh, he says he basically doesn't have feelings. Can't feel. So why are you so saucy then? If you didn't care, then you wouldn't say, well, I don't care what you guys think about me. You care. He's like, am I creepy, McKenzie? Am I creepy? Do you think I'm creepy? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I sure do. <laughs> Very creepy. Get creepy ass away from her. <laughs> Andre Chase checking on Charlie Dempsey, aka Young William Regal. Dempsey pulls him down into a string of holes, a Fujiwara armbar into an STF until something like a real stretch. Brody Haywood annoys Dempsey though. Uh, causing him to let go of the hold and suplex Hayward on the floor. That's enough of a distraction to let Andre Chase grab a roll-up pin when Charlie Dempsey gets back in the ring. So Andre Chase gets a win on TV, long overdue for him. And uh, I think people get to see more of uh, Charlie Dempsey, and they're not mad at that either. No. So I like Charlie Dempsey. Yeah, they just went out and got them a younger version of Timothy Thatcher with all his teeth. Yeah. I miss Timothy Thatcher. That's all right. <laughs> Charlie Dempsey, you can play. This is a really good match. I enjoyed this match very much. I love a hold. I love holds and submissions and people trying to get out of them. So that was really good. I like that they're also um, showcasing more of um, Andre Chase, like being an actually good wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's really good. Stop hurting my body. All right. <laughs> my happy Viking alone. Stop hurting him. And also, I love Thea Hale. My God. <laughs> the way she was getting angry after she was just like, let me at him. I hate you. She's so good. She's so funny. I love Chase. I love her. So, really enjoyed this match. Miko Sadamara, she runs into Kaylee Ray, who she beat for the NXT UK Women's title. And they have an exchange of respect, so it's always good to see that. Uh, Tyler Bate runs into Walter, (laughs) who tells him to bring that Tyler Bate that fought him and Carter for 45 minutes to face Braun Breaker. Woo! That was good. I was like, yes, my man! I'm very excited. (laughs) This is like homecoming. Yeah, I like it. I've never had a homecoming. <laughs> uh, I didn't go to HBCU. Keanu James taking on Zoe Starks. 
Uh, Zoe Stark fights up with a running knee for a two count. That sets up the Zoe to sleep. And Zoe Stark is your winner. Uh, after the match, Kiana James attacks Zoe Stark. And then that's when Nikita Lyons runs out to chase off Kiana James. Yeah, Nikita Lyons, no one cares. What made me laugh? Well, th- first of all, I did enjoy this match. This was a good match. But <laughs> Kiana James was like, I need my briefcase. <laughs> she did <laughs> not get out that ring until she got her briefcase. <laughs> oh, that's right. Probably has expensive things in there. Notepads and pens and, <laughs> and a little calculator, which I need to see still. But <laughs> I did enjoy it. I like the Uh Blair Davenport is ready to unify the women's title on Sunday. And that's when Rhea Ripley pops up to say that she's held both titles. She's the only woman so far to do that. And Blair has an opportunity to do the same thing. That was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at all these pop-ups. I like all the pop-ups. Um, Nathan Fraser and someone else are reading WWE comic books. Frazier misses NXT UK and asks the guy next to him. Uh, it says the guy next to him wouldn't know what that's like. It's Axiom who agrees to face Frazier in a British rounds match under Heritage Cup's rules at World Collide. Then they trade comic books. Uh, so yeah, so that should be that. It actually might be six matches or a pre-show match maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Where they have that, that should be British rounds be- match. Yeah, we haven't seen Nathan Frazier since he came out there and stole the uh, the title match from uh, Giovanni. And, yeah, uh, I was hoping Yeah, I thought we were going to get a chance to see a little bit more of him, but uh, they've been kind of taking it slow with him. Uh, hey, so, yes, yeah, so him, him and Axiom, <laughs> should, they're, they're going to tear it up. Yeah, that should be really cool. I'm excited for that. So it's a, what, um, a best out of three? Yep, or, I think so. Okay. Yep. Gallus versus Diamond Mine. Kemp tags in to clean house, but here is Roderick Strong with his phone. He's like, look, guys, look, I told you. I got the footage right here on my phone. Damian Kemp's like, man, let me see your phone. He grabs that shit, throws it on the floor, and stomps on it. The distraction lets um, Joe Coffey hit all the best for the Bells, and they get the pin. So this was a really good match. I like seeing these like people who it's just it was just like straight up violence, which is always what happens when the Creed brothers are in a match. They're <laughs> just like, you know what? Violence. Let's go. What I think is happening, I think Damian Kemp might be being a traitor. Mm. Like how Roddy Kane was like, This is something you need to see. This is really important. And then Damian Damian Kemp was like, mm mm, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think he might be a traitor. I think he's working for Gallus or something. And he's at um, Worlds Collide. I think he's going to turn. I think he might turn. Hmm. Okay. All right. Because, no, Roddy is a number one hater. But if he's this, he's this insistent, <laughs> I think something's up. Uh, post-match, Pretty Deadly runs in for the brawl. But the locker room clears out with a bunch of referees separating everybody. So, Brian Breaker's in the back watching tele, watching this brawl. He's kind of getting into it. When Ciampa sits his chair down next to him, Ciampa holds the title and talks about what he what he helped to make it mean. He says it's Brian Breaker's brawl now, and he has to defend the brand. So, go unify the titles. Um, just, yeah, just more and more people coming through, more and more alumni. 
Why can't you have somebody else talk to Brown? I didn't need Chompa here. <laughs> well, he was the one who who Brown beat, so uh, it, it ties in. No, I don't want him here. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams they interrupt a chat about Sunday's show because Carmelo Hayes wants an opponent. Uh, we get another Quincy Elliott vignette. Uh, he is still uh, on his way into NXT. Uh, we get a World's, Worlds Collide card rundown. Um, this is where they made the unification match for the tag team titles with the four teams. So here's Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams to demand to know who Hayes is facing at Worlds Collide. Hayes has already unified the titles, so this is nothing new for him. He isn't a secondary champion, and the lack of competition means he is not going to Worlds Collide. There is no one on his level or on a level beneath him. Then the lights go out, and it's Ricochet. Carmelo Hayes says, look, he got a microphone, but I don't know if he knows how to use it, though. Damn. That, well, hey. I'm just glad Samantha Irvin don't work down here no more. Ooh, cause, listen. See her. At least he's doing on SmackDown. See her man get ether in real time. Uh, Ricochet thinks SmackDown needs to be a part of Worlds Collide. While he respects Carmelo Hayes and all his title defenses, he actually can't remember any of them. That's why Ricochet is ready to give Hayes one to remember, which has Hayes ready to fight. Trick Williams tries to not tries to take a swing. Excuse me, at Ricochet. He gets knocked down. Carmelo Hayes springboards into a recoil, leaving Ricochet to pose to end the show. Great times. I was just like, oh, shit. Ricochet. Not so, I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> he really did ether him. I was like, damn. Because we all remember when Ricochet was just like, I'm not here to talk. And then Drew McIntyre was like, well, then shut up. And I was like, gosh, shit. We all remember. Great show. Really good show. Um, good to see Ricochet back down in uh, NXT going after a title that he's held a couple of times before. Um, come down here, work with Carmelo, give everybody the report. Even that Triple H knows Carmelo's good to go. He could probably come up on the main roster and, uh, and, and, and fare very well. But... Um, yeah, they are going to tear the house down on Sunday when they get in that ring. And uh, I just hope uh, Ricochet can keep up with the A-Champ. Yeah, I feel like he will. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to flip off the t- the top of the bleachers. That's what I'm going to do. They're going to go wild. Yeah. They're going to go crazy. Yeah, they're going to go yeah, they're going to go extreme uh, on this particular match. But, uh, yeah, this was a great episode of NXT for a go-home show with all the um, alumni people coming in, giving the pep talks, um, just a who's who, basically. Uh, it, I mean, it, basically, I had everybody but the four horsewomen and Bianca yeah. Belair. <laughs> um, and Asuka, I think, were pretty much right. the major people that were still under contract from black and gold that really weren't on this program but everybody else who um, was a significant 
heart of black and gold that they still had under contract was here uh, on this episode. Only other person they probably missed that could have really made it somehow was Johnny Gargano. But yeah. they, uh, they, I guess they used Ciampa for that spot. But um, yeah, it was just cool to watch all those interactions and, and seeing, you know, kind of not knowing who was going to pop up throughout the night. And um, and they had some good matches too. So good job, yeah. NXT. This is how you do a go-home show. Yeah, this was strong. This was real strong. This is real strong. Um, NXT, you know, I'm excited to see what they do uh, with this um, Worlds Collide. And, uh, you know, kind of getting NXT UK, finally putting it to rest officially. Um, Wondering what they're going to do with all that talent, though. Are they going to just kind of... Be like, hey, y'all sit at home for the next three months until we get this thing back up and running as NXT Europe, or are they going to integrate them into regular NXT 2.0 for the time being? Kind of, that's my biggest question. It's like, yeah. what's going to happen next? Because that's about another, at least, you know, what we've seen anyway, that's at least another seven or eight people on the roster. That's not even to mention like Dragon Off or a couple of other, other you know big time people that uh, you know are still that we haven't seen on NXT 2.0 yet. So that might be another ten to twelve people they add to this roster. I don't know if that was something that they want to kind of take I on. Know. I mean, they have the like the NXT level up too. So I don't know if maybe they'll they'll maybe use them as like. Um, enhancement talent a little bit not like for like squashing or whatever like just come on and put on a really good match for like you know like a lash legend or come on and put on a really good match for uh alba fire or you know more for carmelo or for brown breaker like like have good programs until they can get nxt europe on Mm -hmm. like like up and running or maybe they might sprinkle them in onto the main roster a little bit Mm -hmm. again as like you know just come on and you know, just put on a classic real quick <laughs> while you know you're waiting or something like that. Right. So. Yeah. I think it'll be cool that they use them like that. Like, not you, not as, like, just, like, for a squash match or just, like, come on and be, like, have fucking Giovanni versus Ilion Dragunov just because. Just because, like, why the <laughs> fuck not? <Right. laughs> so, stuff like that. Maybe they might use them like that. So, so NXT... UK is going to turn into NXT Europe where they can bring in more people, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And then, like, what is this NXT world thing? We're just going to go, like, it's just going to be NXT but different things? Or is that, yeah, like... that, that was Triple H's kind of, that was the path that he was on, that he wanted uh-huh. to try to have an NXT in Japan, an NXT Mexico, um, mm-hmm. which would be much harder to... To, to, to do in those two markets because they already have wrestling that's been established there that's not WWE for 50 years already or more. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what his thing was, just a global expansion at NXT. Uh, I think that'd be cool, though. It'd be much more programming that I'd have to watch that I'd really have to figure out <laughs> how know. could I even begin to think about trying to keep up with this uh, I, I don't know <laughs> I don't want 
think about it. I think it'll be cool, but I don't want to think about how I'm going to consume it. Right. Right. I want to think about it in abstract terms right now. <laughs> um, there was a big topic on our Twitter conversation today. Uh, looks like Braun Strowman's coming back, per sources. Uh, controlling that narrative. Just... Yeah, control your your narrative over there. <laughs> oh, uh, Braun's like, you know what? That seven fifty a year that don't sound too bad. I come on back for it. I mean, it's not that one point two I thought I was going to be making, but you know, it's a lot less headaches and hassles just being an employee. And running your own company. All right. Uh, right. I don't want it. But uh, yeah, so Triple H is basically on the who is uh who's not under contract that we can still talk to and negotiate with. Uh, kick right okay. now. Okay, and if you're on contract, yeah. coming over. Now what you need to do, Triple H, put the hurt locker back together. Okay. <laughs> um, That's what you need. I know that uh, Tony Khan is just shaking his head going, everything I worked for and everything that I've done to streamline this company and look at this dude, not even a month all the way back on the job. Look at all these people he done brought back. Well, maybe you should do better. <laughs> maybe you should stop with the Coke binges and the Twitter rants. <laughs> Mm. bringing down your employees who are just giving you valid criticism and actually do the shit that you promised you were going to do. Maybe do that. That's a different con, but yes, it, it is mm. very true. Yes. Oh, Nick Khan. Mm. I don't think about him anymore. Go away, Nick Khan. <laughs> Stephanie has to drop him down. Yes, Stephanie, is, uh, Stephanie and Triple H definitely have uh, their fingerprints all over WWE right now. It doesn't resemble at most times anything that Vince uh, was doing right. which is a very good thing uh, at this point. I hope Nicholas Khan tries to speak <laughs> Stephanie just says shut up! It's my <laughs> turn. <laughs> well, uh, anything else you'd like to, uh, to, to, to add before we uh, sign off? I'll give you your shout outs and thank yous. Um, I still miss Sasha and Naomi. Mhm. Mhm. Hopefully, hopefully they come on on the Saturday show. So, but again, this was a really good go home show. Yeah. I really enjoyed it very much. I liked the nods, and I was I really enjoyed the pop ins, even if one of them I said no, <laughs> and know which one that is. But it was really good. I really enjoyed this show. This is how you do a go home show. Again, Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes. Are going to bring the house down, and I cannot wait. Well, thank you, Miss Simi, for joining me once again here on the NXT cast. Uh, thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me on the raw cast. So, you guys, please check that out as we uh, preview the uh, Clash at the Castle uh, premium live event that's going to take place on Saturday. Uh, also, check out me and Miss Simi. As we reviewed and uh, previewed, uh, we reviewed Dynamite, previewed All Out. It's going to take place this Sunday from AEW. So like we said, a bunch of wrestling is going on this weekend. Shout out to Miss Jade to the Max. Shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep. Shout out to Madame Lizette. Shout out to Miss V. Uh, shout out to Black Howling, Black Marvel, 
and Khaled Wren. Uh, shout out to all the members of the GLOW. Shout out to Anwar and shout out to Terry's boy. Uh, thank you to everybody who's a patron. So continue to uh, support us monetarily by being a patron. Sign up, become a patron, uh, and get some extra content. Hear me and Miss Simi break down dynamite here. Uh, me and Mo have our before and after uh, show conversations. Me and Miss Simi catch up on other wrestling as well that she uh, doesn't normally get a chance to talk about uh, when we record these proper shows for the network. So check out the Patreon page. Lots of extra good content over there. Shout out to my man Dwayne, uh, my co-host on Know the Score. We've got our NFL preview uh, of the AFC and NFC conferences up. And also shout out to me because I interviewed uh, the track president of Richmond Raceway, Miss Lori Collier-Warren. It's a quick little 20-minute uh, interview, so check that out on CSPN uh, via Know the Score. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtag. I am the greatest North American champion of all time. They tried to tell me that this was a secondary title, and I told them Melo ain't never been secondary to nobody. So I'm going to take the ball and I'm going to put it back in my court. I will not be taking my talents to worlds collide. And I will not be defending my championship. Because, hey, hey, there ain't nobody on my level anyway. Let's talk about and, it. And as I think about it, there ain't nobody on the level below me. Straight and you want to know why, Trick? Talk to him. Because that is all it is. And that, and that is all it's going to be. I'm here on a fisherman because I don't see why Worlds Collide got to be just NXT and NXT UK. You see, I think we need to throw some SmackDown on it, throw some Blue Brand on it. I think we do. And Melo, listen, Humble Act Steve, you're doing great. You're doing some great things. But when it comes to in here, when it comes to these four quarters, can't do it like I do. You just nah, can't. Sorry, bro. Sorry. No, no, listen, Ricochet. You could have stopped at you doing great, bro. Because listen, you might be the one and only. I am. Uh, no, I am. No, I am. It's no, I am. Listen. You, I am. No. You might be the one and only, but you are just one of many. One of many to step up to the eight ten and get stepped on. Okay, and since you and I, look at me, since you and I are so similar, then we can see what's good, because there ain't enough room for the both of us. You know what, you, actually, Melo, you are, congratulations on your success, you are correct. You have had multiple title defenses, congratulations, congratulations. It's, it's amazing, it's very amazing. But it's, it's not really amazing that you've had multiple title defenses, no, I mean, it's amazing because nobody remembers any of them. I thought I'd come back to NXT and give the crowd something that they would remember. I thought I would give them a mellow match they can remember. Hey, they don't want nothing from you. And listen, I've held that title before, homeboy, and at Worlds Collide, I plan on holding it again and being two-time North American.